Chocolate rain, chocolate's falling on my window in my car. Huh? Chocolate, chocolate rain from the sewer. Okay, I can feel that. To the plumbing. Okay. In a jar. Ooh, chocolate rain. You don't know this rain falling down on me. Rain. Smells a little bit poopy, poopy. You don't know this chocolate rain down on me. Welcome to episode 5 of the 10 Golden Rules of Internet Marketing podcast, featuring our first live Beachcast, 10 tips for small business internet marketing, and the breakout hit on YouTube, Chocolate Rain. Welcome to the 10 Golden Rules of Internet Marketing podcast featuring the latest strategies and techniques to drive traffic to your website and convert that traffic into sales. Now here's the CEO of 10goldenrules.com, Jay Berkowitz. Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. We have a fun show today. We've got a lot of cool stuff. I recorded a live beach cast while on a trip to Nassau, Bahamas. We had a call in asking for information and tips for small business and how they can best use the internet. So we'll share 10 tips for small business, internet marketing, and advertising. We have some fun topics in the Live from the Blog section. And off the top of the show, I played superstar John Mayer doing a mashup of Justin Timberlake, Prince, and Tay hit, Chocolate Rain. We'll play the YouTube sensation, Chocolate Rain, as our song of the week at the end of the podcast. And now, before we get started, a quick word from our sponsors. Silverpop is a leading provider of permission-based email marketing solutions, offering sophisticated and powerful products tailored to each client's unique needs. Silverpop is your partner for email marketing success. Please visit www.silverpop.com for a free product demonstration. So as I mentioned, I was on business this week in Nassau, Bahamas. We had some great feedback and some media interest this week from our show last week, the podcast where we declared the winner of the 2008 U.S. presidential election Best Internet Marketing Award, and that was Barack Obama. We'll talk a little bit about that. We also had a great interview with Tim Westergren, the founder of customized internet radio website Pandora.com. And if you haven't listened to the previous episodes of this podcast, we were recently selected for listing on iTunes. So you can listen to the last week's show on iTunes, and you also may register for a subscription to the show. So if you do register on iTunes, each week if you up plug into iTunes, you'll get the latest version of the show downloaded free of charge. You also don't need an iPod to listen to iTunes. You can do it right on your computer. It's free at iTunes.com. And we also have free downloads of each of the shows at 10goldenrules.com. Just click on the podcast link at the top of our website. We'd love to keep this show totally interactive. We want to engage you in the community. Please join the conversation by calling our phone-in number, 206-888-6606. That's 206-888-6606. Just call us with thoughts, comments, questions. We'd love you to participate, and later in the show, you'll see how easy it is. You just call in, the system digitizes your call for you, and we'll add you to the, the upcoming show. We'd also like to get emails and email questions, and you can do that at podcast, P-O-D-C-A-S-T, at 10goldenrules.com. P-O-D-C-A-S-T at 10goldenrules.com. One other request, we'd love you to participate in the show in another way. We're looking for recorded audio intros. We'd love some computer community-generated audio intros for things like the top 10 list and things like live from the blog section. So as you listen to the show and you get some inspiration, we'd love you to create little intro audio bits for the show and participate in what we're doing here at the 10 Golden Rules podcast. Okay, look, let's uh, get right into the call-ins. We had uh, two call-ins this week. And so here's the first one, and I think it's self-explanatory. 
Collagenesis address from tenders info and the call center guide to provide information about international of seasonal of use for CRM and our software services of your interest. And you can contact me on my email address. It's address idris dot infamily at tendersinfo dot com, and my number is zero zero nine one nine three nine six eight four one four one seven. And have a nice day, guys. Bye bye. Okay, so that's a little self promotional. There's no no comments or questions, but uh, we thought we'd give uh, Idris the airtime, and. Um, encourage you you know any t- anytime you want to call in you want to promote your own podcast promote your own website if you have some questions for us please participate here's the next call in from kate volman from women that win hi jay this is kate volman with women that win first of all i want to thank you so much for speaking at our last conference you did a fantastic job and everyone walked away with tons of great information that they were able to start using right away, so um, which that's really fantastic, so I appreciate that. Your podcasts are the same way, just rich with information that people can start using within their business. So thanks so much for providing such great tools. Um, I deal with a lot of small businesses, and um, you know, a lot don't really understand the importance of PR and marketing via their website, and I've actually found that a lot of them start to create their own sites using various programs and companies, not really understanding the importance of SEO and internet advertising and online PR and um, there's so many ways to use the website now obviously to develop an effective marketing strategy and I feel like so many companies don't really know a lot about it and then when they do start learning about it um, all the different areas they become really overwhelmed and they don't even focus on one or two things just to get the process going. So my question is this, what one or two things would you recommend to a small business as far as essentials in online advertising and driving more people to their site? Some things that they should really become aware of and start taking action right away to see more um, of an increase in their traffic and exposure. You know, I've, I've been learning a lot about online press releases and how effective they are in distributing information. Is this something that a small business should focus on or are there other areas that are a little bit more important that they should start doing right away? Um, I look forward to hearing more of your podcast, and thank you again for everything, Jay. Again, this is Kate with Women That Win at womenthatwin.com. Well, Kate, thank you very much for taking the time to call in. And as this is the 10 Golden Rules Internet Marketing Podcast, we definitely can't give one to two tips. We have to give 10 tips for small business internet marketing and advertising. So tip number one, you need a website. Um, you know, it's it, every every company today absolutely has to have a website even if you're not going to do a lot of active marketing to the website a lot of times the first thing you do when you meet a company or you meet someone is you go check out their website so not having a website could definitely cost you some business so at the very least you need a a basic informational website what we used to call a brochure website and it's so easy today there's just really two things you need to do the first step is you need a domain name you should try and get your company name.com if you can. If you can't, um, don't, don't get discouraged. A lot of times, if you search your company name.com, you'll see that somebody else has that domain, but they might just be sitting on it. If it looks like a link site, you can go to a, a domain registrar and click on the who is information, or you can even go to whois.com, put in the website name, find the owner of that domain, and they may w- be willing to sell it for a nominal charge. I own about a hundred domains and probably about 50 of them I purchased on behalf of a client. Maybe it was a marketing idea that we were, we were planning to get to in the future. And we might be willing to part with that, that domain name very inexpensively. You might get it for 50 or $100 or just you know some kind of courtesy cost. Uh, some friends of mine recently purchased a domain and the domain owner was, was very happy to give it to them and stop paying the annual domain registration costs. So go to godaddy.com or moniker.com one, one of the domain registrars, search your domain name and, and get your domain. That's the first step. The second step is sit, putting up a simple website. Now a lot of the domain companies uh, have very easy uh, self-operated website building tools. And if you don't want to do that, a very easy way to, to get your first website started is just to create a blog and then direct your blog over to your website address. So you can go to Blogger, that's a company owned by Google, we've talked about them before, and uh, or another company called TypePad or WordPress, 
and set up a, a simple blog. It's very, very easy to add information and update your website, and it can look like a traditional website, and then you can add blog entries uh, on a regular basis. So step number one, getting a website up, buying a domain name, and, um, and even setting up a blog is a very easy way anyone can do it to get your website live. The second thing we recommend is optimizing your website for natural search or getting some words on your website so that the search engines will find the types of things that people are looking for when they're searching for your product or service. So the, the easy way to do that is uh, by writing information about your company. Uh, create a couple basic pages on the home page and every page on the site. You want to have between 250 and 1,000 words. So create a short description of your company on the home page. It should be four or 500 words. Write an About Us section. Create a Contact Us page and add some additional information about the company, where you're located, maybe some of the members of the company. And um, maybe create a Products page and talk about your products and create one other page that's specific to your your service or your product or your industry. And there you go, you've got a simple five-page website. Each page has a lot of words on the site. Those words describe your products and service and those are the words that are going to be read by Google and the other search engines and they're going to help your website get found when people are searching for it. So the first step in natural search is get some words on your site. If you want to be a little bit more sophisticated and you already have a website and you want to make it perform better, there's a free tool available. Uh, it's the Yahoo Word Tracker tool and it's, it's available at inventory.overture.com. That's inventory.overture.com. Inventory.overture.com. And if you type in a keyword phrase, like if you put in internet marketing, you'd get a whole bunch of other phrases that include the words internet marketing. And this is a more sophisticated way to add words to your website. You want to add words that are highly searched. And this tool tells you how many searches were conducted in January of this year. Now, unfortunately, Yahoo and Overture have stopped updating this tool. So they're not updating it every month now. And um, it's probably not a, a long period of time until that tool is taken down altogether. But there's a number of other tools you can use, including Word Tracker. And Word Tracker is a paid professional tool. Another one is Keyword Discovery. And you can find the words that people are searching for when looking for your products and services. And you can find how often those words are searched on Google, Yahoo, and MSN. So you want to add words to your site. And the next thing you want to do is build links to your site. Now these are not links to other people's websites. These are links from other websites to your website. Now how do you build links to your site? There's a number of directory sites, including the Yahoo directory, which will take a, a listing to your website. Another approach is if you're a member of your local chamber of commerce or any associations, ask those um, different organizations to link to your website. And when you write your description of your company, always put your company name as your www.mycompany.com, your URL or your website address, so that that link appears from those associations or directories to your website. All, the, the importance of these links is that Google and the other search engines give your website points in their algorithm. It makes your website more important if other websites are linking to your website. The final way to build links is with suppliers and partners, business partners. Make sure they're linking to your website as well. So step number one, we got a website. Step number two, we did some basic things to improve our results in the natural search engines, the left-hand side of search results, by adding words to our website and building links to our website. Step number three is to create a UVP. We've talked about this before. This is our term for unique value proposition. That's something free on the website that people will interact with you when they come to your website. A simple one is a free newsletter or a free white paper they could download or a free brochure or a free rate calculator. Create something on your website and make it very, very obvious on your homepage. Here's something free for people who haven't done any business with us before. And we're going to ask for a small piece of information. We're going to ask for your first name, your last name, and your email address in exchange for this free product or service. So you're, you're capturing an interaction with the customer when they come to your website with a UVP or unique value proposition. 
Step number four is get the website address on everything you do in the offline world, in the real world. So every brochure you put out, every time you have a sign for your company, every piece of, of advertising or communications materials, every sales presentation, and, and even every email you send, in your signature, your name on your email, you can add your website address. And so as people pass emails around, there's a chance they'll link back to your website. So step number four, add your website address on absolutely everything you do out there in the regular world. Step number five is come up with a web-optimized press release. Now in her question, Kate asked us about web-optimized PR and how we can do press releases on the internet to get traffic to our website. So here's uh, the three or four steps we recommend for web-optimized press releases. Step number one is write your release and include three keyword phrases that are highly searched in your release. And we go back to the inventory.overture.com tool where you can find out what people are searching for on the internet. And you use that tool, select three phrases, no more than that, two or three phrases. You want to include those phrases that are highly searched by people looking for your, your business. And add those phrases in the headline of the press release, in the first paragraph, in the middle of the press release, and at the bottom of the press release. And you don't have to overdo it. You just want the phrase to occur nice and naturally in the copy on the press release two or three times throughout the copy of the press release. Now don't send the press release to the wire first. The first step you do once it's written and once you're happy with it is add it to your website. So create a new page on your website and add that press release as a unique page on the website. Google and the other search engines are going to love new content and new additions to your website. The reason you add it to your website first is if those keyword phrases are found in a Google search, then you want the people coming to your website, not going to the wire company to read your press release. You want to get them into your website. Then we, we recommend an additional step, link to your press release from a blog. We'll talk about creating a blog in a few minutes, but if you have a blog or, or you know someone who has a blog, link to the press release page on your website. This will get Google and the other search engines to read your website first before you put it on the wire. We recommend using a wire service called PR Web. We've had tremendous success creating these optimized press releases uh, at the $80 level. So you make a small contribution of $80 to PR Web and they will send your release out on the wire at midnight the next, the next night or the next morning. So you've, you've added your website to your, your press release to your website, you've linked to it from a blog, and then tw about 12 to 24 hours later, add it to PR Web at the $80 level. You can include an image. It's great to do because your, your release will stand out a little bit more if people see an image. And this thing works really, really well. We talked about uh, the, the announcement we made last week. We announced the winner of the 2008 U.S. presidential election, Best Internet Marketing. And we did that by analyzing a number of the different candidates' websites. Then we sent out a press release. We said, um, you know, 10 Golden Rules has announced the winner of the 2008 U.S. election, Best Internet Marketing. So if you do a search right now for U.S. election internet marketing on Google, we, uh, our, our website and our blog and our, um, our press release comes up about six of the top 10 results on Google. So the term U.S. election internet marketing, search that on Google, and you'll see how powerful this tactic is of creating web-optimized press releases and driving traffic to a website. So step number five, create a web-optimized press release. Next is step number six, test a pay-per-click campaign. Again, we're going to recommend starting with Google, and once you, you get a little bit of success with Google, because it's the easiest program to operate, it's the easiest user ability, Start with Google and create a small pay-per-click campaign. It's very easy. You just go to adwords.google.com. That's A-D-W-O-R-D-S dot google.com and sign up for a campaign with a credit card. You can do it with as little as $25. And the most important thing to do when you're setting up your campaign and it's your first time is set a daily budget. If you set a daily budget of $5 a day or $10 a day, you can make sure this thing's working before you spend a lot of money. So you set it up, you put in your daily budget, you write a short little Google ad, you select 10 or 20 keyword phrases, 
that people might use to search for your company and you set your bid rate and you set up your daily pay-per-click pay campaign. Now that's the basics but there's definitely one slightly advanced step that we highly recommend. You want to also measure conversion or a specific action that people take on your website. And basically it, it, this goes back to the thing we called earlier the UVP. Say you have a free newsletter download, a, a free newsletter sign up on your website. When people sign up for your newsletter, they'll get a page that says, you know, thank you very much, your subscription has been received. Google will give you a small little piece of code that you, it's HTML code that you add to that website page. Very, very easy for your webmaster to do and very easy for you to do as well. If I can do it, you can do it because I'm not a coder. You just copy the conversion code from Google and paste it onto the code on the website and then the pay-per-click campaign will track every time people make a conversion or take a desired action that you'd like them to take on your website. Now you know if the keyword phrases are giving you a lead if people are signing up for your newsletter or if they're just clicking and coming to your website. You want to build as much intelligence as you can around your pay-per-click campaign. Step number seven is create a newsletter or an email follow-on series. So you've, you've built your website, you've, you're getting a little bit of traffic to your website, and you're, you're saying to people that they can get a free newsletter or you're offering some other UVP and you're collecting their first name, their last name, and their email address. So step seven is to create a newsletter or an email follow-on series to stay in touch with these leads, to stay in touch with these prospects. So as people sign up on your website with their email address, you now want to create something you're going to send out on a regular basis. So you can either create something as simple as a quarterly newsletter or a monthly newsletter, create an article, add that article to your website first, then send out a short newsletter saying, hey, we've created a new article all about our business or our, our, our category. You can read the rest of the article on our, our, uh, our, our website. Another option is to create an email follow-on series. The average prospect who comes to a website won't convert for up to seven times that you communicate with them. So it's very, very important that you're sending out a regular newsletter or send out an email follow-on series. So if some, someone comes to your website and you offer something for sale on your website and they don't purchase anything, you might send them an email follow-on and say, you know, thank you very much for coming to our website. Here's another reason why some people like to buy this product. And then a couple days later, you could send another email and say, here's a testimonial from three different people who bought this product and love this product. And then the, uh, another week later, you might send another email and say, we noticed you were at a, on our website. You didn't buy the product. Here's, here's a 10% discount if you use this coupon code to buy the product. And you can send a series of follow-ons. You want to send about 7 to 10 follow-on emails before someone will, will take an action and actually make that purchase on your website. So step number eight is to create a blog and or a podcast. We talked earlier about creating the site as, as a blog or a podcast, but let's say you already have a website and you want to generate a little bit of additional traffic to your website. You can go to Blogger or TypePad or WordPress, create a blog, and start linking interesting stories and articles to your website, and it's very important to make sure you're also linking to other interesting news and interesting blogs and interesting um, pieces from prominent websites. Link out to a bunch of other relevant industry sources as well. Don't just send all the links to your own website so that your blog starts getting some credibility and people will start linking to your blog as well. So now you've created another entity, another property that can link to your website and promote your website. And you might want to consider creating a podcast, something like this podcast where you talk about your industry, you become an expert in a subject area, and you'll develop a following of people who subscribe to your podcast on iTunes and, and other uh, subscription services, and that'll start giving them more reasons to come back to your website and more reasons to recommend you and your company. Step number nine for small business internet marketing is create some link bait. Now, link bait is a new term that refers to something great that people will get on your website. Maybe if you write a position paper on your industry, or perhaps you've done some, some research in your category, and you could offer that research for free of charge on your site, send out a press release saying, hey, this is now available on our website. It's a free 
industry position paper or a free research study. Or maybe it's a free widget. It's a free, uh, fun little uh, piece of software that people can download on your website. Create something really cool. Tell the world about it on other blogs, on your blog, on press releases. And you've now created what's called link bait. Or, or bait, like, like fishing bait. You've created something on your website that people are going to link to that has real value. And as other sites link to your site, you've created another reason to generate traffic to your site. And the final step, step number 10 for, for easy small business internet marketing and advertising, is to look at your analytics. Google Analytics, Google's analytical product, is available free of charge with your Google AdWords campaign. You don't even need to run any AdWords. You can just use the Google Analytics product to figure out what's working on your website. How many people are coming to your website? How many people are downloading your free brochure? How many people are, are uh, getting your free white paper? How many people are bouncing? Which means they're hitting page one and leaving the site without going to any other pages on your site. This gives you a really good feeling for how your site's working and which pages are, are not working, which pages are causing people to exit, and which pages are working, they're causing people to go deep into your website. So a quick review, 10 tips for uh, small business internet marketing, a question from Kate Volman at Women That Win. Number one, you need a website. You need a domain name and you, you got to set your website up. A, a real easy way to do that is by using Blogger. It's free of charge at blogger.com. Number two, improve your, your website's natural search engine optimization. You do that by having four or five hundred words on every page on your site and find highly searched keywords at inventory.overture.com. Then build some links to your site using directory sites, your chamber of commerce, associations, and suppliers. Step number three, create a UVP. Something free on your site that people are going to want to get for free of charge and you're going to exchange that for their email address. Step number four, put your website address, address on everything you do. Step number five, do a web optimized press release. Write your press release, add it to your website, blog, link to it, and then put it on prweb.com. Step number six, test out a pay-per-click campaign with a daily budget and measure conversions of an action on your website. Step number seven, create a newsletter or email follow-on program to follow up with the leads you generate on your website. Step number eight, create a blog or podcast to promote your website. Step number nine, generate some link bait. Create something of real value on your website that other people in the industry will link to to make your site more popular. And step number 10, look at the analytics on your site to see how your website's performing. Okay, next up is the live from the blog section. And this is where the team at 10 Golden Rules picks their best blog entry from the last week or two and records a little summary of it. Margie has a little bit of, a little bit of fun getting Simpsonized. Michael's got some tips for driving traffic to your site. DJ's got some links hijinks. Catherine's talking about um, a new change at Google that actually hasn't happened. And Jeff's got uh, also something new from Google. So let's get into the live from the blog section. Here's Margie. Hi, this is Margie. You've read our blog post. You've heard us give our opinions and updates on the podcast. Now here's your chance to see us, well, the Simpsons version of us, on the blog at 10goldenrules.com. Last week, we visited the www.simpsonizeme.com website and created Simpsons versions of each of our team. The website is provided by Burger King as a co-marketing effort with the new Simpsons movie and features the ability to upload your photo and watch it magically transformed into a Simpsons character all within a few minutes. We recommend visiting the site and having some fun. It really does interpret your photo into a character as a basis and then you can make whatever changes you want. End result is a new alter ego to add to your stash, which you can download to use as a buddy icon, avatar, etc. Of course, it's ready with the viral marketing ability to send your new cartoon self to all your friends. We're pretty happy with the results, but by all means, let us know what you think. Hi everybody, this is Michael, and I'd like to offer you some information on one way to keep your site fresh with new content. 
One simple form of doing that is by writing press releases about your company and having them link back to your website. There are several ways news can be formulated to become press release material. Here at 10 Golden Rules, we think releases that can be written from several different happenings. First, when there are any updates within your company, from new hires to new business transactions or even grand openings, it's all considered news and could have a press release written and added to your website. It's also relevant to your investors, clients, and prospects about what the company is doing and how they are growing. Another great way to develop news is for the company to create a study or analysis regarding something that's going on within your industry. This information puts you out there as an industry leader. All this information also links back to your website where readers can learn more about your company and all the great things that you are doing. So keep on writing those press releases and make sure they link back to your website. This is Jeff. As many of you know, I've been a proponent of Google AdWords editor tool uh, since version, well, before version 1.0 came out. I was one of the first test subjects to get the beta version. Uh, they recently updated into their version 4.0. Uh, the key addition and probably the best addition they've had since the tool came out is the ability to customize your date range. So now, now you're not only limited to one day, seven days, or a 30-day time frame. You can literally go back since the beginning of the campaign and, and be able to optimize an AdWords and optimize your campaign. Uh, it's a great tool if you haven't downloaded the new version or used AdWords Editor at all, you need to download it. Um, and now it's time for Yahoo and MSN, the other tools, to offer a similar tool. Hi, this is Catherine. Last week, the search engine marketing community was talking about how underscores and URLs are now search engine friendly in Google. For many years, SEOs and even Mac Cuts with Google have been preaching to use hyphens instead of underscores in your URLs. However, that all supposedly changed last week when prominent blogger Stefan Spencer reported that Mac Cuts changed his position because of recent Google improvements and now underscores are word separators in Google. However, it seems this announcement was a little early in the making. Barry Schwartz at Search Engine Land talked to Matt Cutts and found out that Google is looking into it. However, no solution has been implemented yet. So if you're building a new web design, it's still important to use hyphens instead of underscores in your URLs. Hi, this is DJ. With the power of link building, it is possible to influence search engine rankings, and people with too much free time come up with the oddest things. In 2004, if you went to Google and Yahoo and searched waffles, you would have found John Kerry as the number one result, and still today on Yahoo, he is in position number four. While this is humorous, I'm sure it is only a matter of time before the 2008 presidential political contenders get into the mud and try to use search engine optimization as a tool to discredit their opponents. A few other funny examples of search results influenced by links include miserable failure, French military victories, and out-of-touch executives. All show how the net can be used for amusing twists. Well, thank you very much to the team. There's another great set of Live from the Blog. Next up is our live BeachCast, and as I mentioned off the top of the show, I was uh, fortunate enough to go to a business meeting in Nassau, Bahamas this week, and um, I, I, I issue this next section with a huge warning. I haven't had my first cup of coffee when I recorded it. I recorded it live on the beach at 6.30 a.m. The sun was just coming up, and um, I thought it, it might be the first, first ever BeachCast recorded in podcasting history, but as usual, Mitch Joel beat me to it. I just listened to Mitch's live beachcast from Phuket, Thailand, on his Six Pixels of Separation podcast. Um, however, this is definitely the Ten Golden Rules first ever beachcast. It goes live into our uh, Microtrack M Audio recorder. And uh, again, the warning: it's 6:30 in the morning. I'm not exactly clicking on us all cylinders yet, but we've we cover a couple interesting things, such as uh, Google Universal Search and the iCot show on uh, ABC. So um, stick with this for 15 minutes. We'll be back to break, discuss the breakout smash hit, Chocolate Rain. Well, good morning, uh, or good afternoon, good evening, if uh, I'm not catching you at a bright early morning. 
This is Jay Berkowitz, and I'm fortunate enough today to be oceanside in Nassau, Bahamas. I'm here for a client meeting, and it's about 6.30, and the sun's just coming up, and uh, I'm staying at one of the oldest hotels in Nassau, Bahamas, called the British Colonial, and that's where the meetings are. And there is somehow a very small harbor here. There's an island reef that seals in the the land here. There's a very small beach at the hotel. And somehow there's a massive cruise ship called the Sovereign Seas, or the Sovereign of the Seas, turning around in this teeny little harbor, a massive, massive cruise ship. And I'm recording this without any script uh, as an homage to my friend Mitch Joel. We've talked about the Six Pixels of Separation podcast and Mitch was recently on a camping trip with some friends in the woods in northern Canada. And he recorded a live piece just sharing some of his thoughts and sharing the moment. And so hopefully you can hear the ocean. Um, the, the waves are lightly crashing in because, because of the, uh, the safety of this little harbor. And there's some seagulls flirt, flirting around here at the seaside picking off little little fish and uh, I'm going to share a couple thoughts, uh, things that I've been blogging about in the last week or two and uh, just try and do about 10 minutes and we'll drop this live into the podcast uh, people are always interested in the, in the technology I'm recording into an M-Audio Microtrack it's a small little recording device that records digitally and uh, just sitting here at, at the ocean side and enjoying the moment and sharing it with you. So a couple things that have been uh, on my mind recently in, in internet marketing space. Uh, number one is something we're calling GUS or Google Universal Search. And really the game is changing when it comes to search engine marketing or the practice of optimizing your website that's the design and the development and the words and the content on your website. How you design your website so that it comes up in internet marketing. And the, the biggest thing that's changing is Google has started showing different results on the first page of a search. And as you know from previous podcasts, Google's about 60% of all search results there's uh, somewhere in the neighborhood of 50 million searches conducted every month. 50 to 60 million searches conducted every month. So there's a lot of people searching for your products and services. So the change, a change at Google is a really significant and really dramatic and radical change in the industry. So a couple ways you can see this result is uh, you could search in Google for iPhone or search in Google for Paris. And what is coming up on these searches is pictures, image results. Um, so you'll see images of the iPhone. You'll see video of the iPhone. You'll see pictures of Paris Hilton and pictures of Paris, France in the Paris search. Or search for something local. Search for, you know, the example we used in our, po in our podcast was search for internet marketing agency Boca Raton and a maps result comes up showing 10 golden rules. But the, the, the moral of the story is that Google is no longer only showing text results. So you're starting to see images and video and news results coming up in the top of a Google search. So how does that change the game? Well, for the longest time, we have optimized websites, we as, as in the industry, we have optimized websites by focusing on the words on the page, adding somewhere between 250 to 1,000 words on every page on the website, doing the research and finding out which words people search most frequently and which words are not that highly competitive and getting those words incorporated into the copy on the website. And so when I say the rules have changed, we've always been attuned to adding names to pictures because Google can't read pictures but if you name the picture they can read the words in the name of the picture 
and getting a little bit of video and video named on websites. Um, the other result that's coming up quite frequently are news results. News results are coming up in Gus or Google Universal Search in the top of the page. And we've been very attuned to web-optimized press releases. That is, adding the keyword phrases that people are searching for in press releases, adding images to the press releases, naming those images. And all of this is becoming incredibly more important with the oncoming of Gus, which I think Google says is still in, in beta, but more and more Gus or, or Universal Search is, is becoming the reality. And almost every search now includes either a news result right at the top of the page, an image result, um, a, what they call a one box uh, or um, uh, individual box result in Google. And uh, you'll start seeing that more and more. And as you do, you'll know what's going on. And how do you, how do you go about taking advantage of this opportunity? And sometimes these opportunities in internet marketing only last about six months. You know, they, they come on quickly and until all the competition figures it out. You've got a real tremendous window where you can optimize your, na- your pictures, name your pictures against some of your main keyword phrases in your industry. You can create video. We always recommend create just a short video series where someone in your company with a little bit of personality, it doesn't have to be a fancy video production, just shoot it on a, a regular digital video camera and do short two to three minute videos. Create five or ten different how-to guides all about your industry and then name those videos with keyword phrases that people would search for and there's a good chance you'll come up not only in video results on YouTube and Google and you want to add those videos to to YouTube and to Google Video and um, Yahoo Video but you'll also come up in the main search results on the main search engines. So that's one thing that has been top of mind. Uh, we're calling it Gus or Google Universal Search, and, and that's how you take advantage of that in the short term. The second thing that I, I found interesting, and this was just last night, was a new ABC show. So that was a Tuesday night, um, and it, it's on ABC TV in the United States, and it's called I Caught. And essentially, it's I Got Caught on Video, and it, they were talking about... Um, a whole bunch of videos that have received millions and millions of views and interviewing the people and making the stories behind the video. It was a mildly interesting show. I don't think it's going to be around for very long. They covered some of the top uh, YouTube videos of all time in the first show, so I think it's going to run its course pretty quickly. They, they covered some interesting things like um, people who are searching for lost family members using sites like MySpace. It's not all video-based. And um, they didn't have a happy ending. They had one unfortunate ending where a woman uh, found her, her, her brother's body through a MySpace search and, uh, in the back of a car. Um, hopefully they'll come up with some happy stories soon enough. And there were some other interesting stories, uh, interesting videos. And I'll do a b- blog post on this, and, and there'll be a link to all of these videos. But some of the ones that uh, we, I've been hearing about lately through things like Twitter and on different blogs... There's a, um, a wedding video, and a, the couple danced to Michael Jackson's Thriller. They, they replicated the dance from the Michael Jackson Thriller video. I think there's one particular um, bird that wants to be on the podcast. He, I think he's the King Seagull. I'm sure you can hear him in the background. Um, and, and this wedding party replicated the Thriller dance, and they've had somewhere in the neighborhood of three million views of the video, and they interviewed the couple on this show I caught. But the one that they, they saved, they're saving for next week, and I've already seen that, and there'll be a link in the show notes, is a video of over 1,500 prisoners at a prison in the Philippines, and they're dancing to Michael Jackson's Thriller. Uh, some of the other things they had on the show included uh, security cam videos and um, you know just different stories from... YouTube. I think the one of the real ironies in, in that in the show I caught is here's a TV show on ABC, and it's spending the majority of its time promoting Google and YouTube. And Google purchased YouTube, and so ironically enough, that 1.65 billion dollar purchase just about a year ago 
that people thought those numbers, you know, how would Google ever pay for those numbers? Well, YouTube has come up to number four in the world in their Alexa ranking. And Alexa is a website that ranks uh, other websites, and it ranks them based on the number of unique visitors and the number of page views. So uh, number four in the world now is YouTube, behind only Google. Uh, Well, actually, number one is Yahoo, number two is MSN, and number three is Google. Um, There's one other area that has been really top of mind for me, and that is the area of conversion and testing on websites. And I think we've talked a little bit on the podcast before about a free tool from Google called Google Optimizer, and it's one of the free and easy ways to test different landing pages on your website. And a, lo- a lot of times we, we, when we meet clients, they've focused a lot on driving traffic to their website and testing different things, testing email, testing um, Google pay-per-clicks, testing advertising and bringing traffic to their website. And, you know, really they're only doing half of what they need to be doing because it's just as important or maybe even more important today because so many companies are already fairly good at getting traffic to their website. Their website's getting a decent amount of traffic through pay-per-click and natural search and, and different tactics. It's almost more important to be testing different conversion methodologies and testing different offers and different insights, different ways to get people to take an action on your website. We recommend uh, what's called a UVP, a unique value proposition, something free on your website that will get prospects to interact with you when they come to the website. And, and it's got to be good, you know. If you really want it to have uh, the additional opportunity of engaging the person once they get it, you know, take the time to put your best people in your company on writing a white paper about what it is your company does. Or if you're in a consumer environment, let's call it a brochure, a free brochure, explaining all the different ways to best utilize your company or your industry and give it away for free in exchange for a very nominal amount of information. You know, the least amount of information you'd like to get is a first name and an email address. And now you're engaging in a two-way interaction with the prospect. You've captured, in exchange for something for free, you've captured their, their first name, maybe first name, last name, and their email address. And now you can send them something intelligent on an ongoing basis. Let's call it an e-newsletter. And, you know, even if you only do it once a month, have your, your best people in your, in your company create one article or two articles a month You can even engage a freelancer to do it. And talk to them about breaking news in the industry, new things that are happening. Um, Heck, you could even call it a podcast. And send this information to your customers on a regular basis. Add that information to your website to help with search engine optimization. And, of course, add some video and some pictures and optimize them for the search engines. Back, Back to our earlier point around Gus. But... Test different methods, different ways to optimize the conversion on your website. And I'll just close out with a thought about Google Optimizer. Essentially, that's a tool that lets you test different landing pages. So a landing page differs from your homepage in that you can direct people to any specific page on your website. So in advertising, in Google ads, in emails, in uh, company literature, you can say, go to... um, ourwebsite.com slash free white paper and on that page you can get a copy of our free white paper and you can test different white papers you could test three different titles for that white paper or you could call it you know a free e-newsletter and the optimizer allows you to test different configurations of that page you can test a red action button versus a green action button I recommend the green action button. Red is uh, visually means stop to us in, in most societies. So green means go. Generally a green or orange or yellow button does better than a red button. And you can test different action buttons. You can test different images and test different titles and different names that you would give to the, the free 
uh, offer and the optimizer allows you to do this and measure it with your Google AdWords program. So I think where, where are we now? It's probably about 10 or 15 minutes and um, just a few of my thoughts. Uh, once again, thank you very much to Mitch, Mitch Joel from the Six Pixels of Separation podcast who's a big inspiration for us at the 10 Golden Rules of Internet Marketing podcast. And uh, uh, just hello to everybody from a beautiful day in Nassau, Bahamas. I can highly recommend um, this location. And even better, check out the Out Islands of the Bahamas. Um, the Out Islands are, are uh, a series of islands off of the main islands where uh, great fishing and un- uninhabited beaches. You can walk on a beach where there's no, no footprints. Uh, and that, that website is myoutislands.com. Anyways, uh, that's it, and I'll sign off from Nassau, Bahamas. Well, I definitely promise I will uh, be fully caffeinated with a minimum of two cups of coffee or a couple cups of tea before we do the next beach cast at 6.30 in the morning. Thanks for sticking with that. Our final section is a combination of what's hot and our song of the week. So let's do the What's Hot intro. So as we mentioned earlier, the song we're going to play, the song of the week, is a song called Chocolate Rain. It's produced and, and put up on uh, YouTube by a young grab, grad student named Tayson Day. We played the John Mayer take on this song off the top of the show. Here's a couple other versions of this incredibly popular video. Other people who've recorded the song um, in just a short time it's been available. The first one is from a young woman named Storm Vixen, and here's her take on Chocolate Rain. Darth Vader has actually recorded a version of Chocolate Rain. And next up, here is uh, Tayson Day being interviewed on the Jimmy Kimmel Show. So from uh, grad student to YouTube recording to live network television, Jimmy Kimmel. Hey, that was a, a real treat to see you here live in person. Was that your first live performance? It was, um, pretty much. I did one last week, but uh, I'm pretty new to it. Well, I didn't know if your voice really was that deep or just your singing <laughs> voice was that uh, deep. No, that's my voice. It's real. Uh, Israel, what do you do for a living? I'm a grad student. And can you believe all the attention that you've gotten for this No, song? you know, you just kind of put something silly up on YouTube and it gets lots of attention, so... Uh, <laughs> what do you think? I had no idea. You could be the next Darth Vader, you know? Uh, or at least say, this is CNN. Let's just see. This is CNN. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so, this song's been, uh, John Mayer did a cover song. Uh, uh-huh. have, you, have you heard that? Uh-huh. You know, I wish I had more time to watch all the covers. You know, it's, it's been like, you know, thousands. You've not seen the one John Mayer I made? I did not. How how busy can you be? (laughs) You wrote a song, and then one of the the biggest singers in the country (laughs) covered it. Do me a favor, carve a little time out of whatever's going on in your schedule and take a look at that. No, I'm flattered, I'm flattered. Well, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much. Thank you. What do you think of Chocolate Rain, Catherine? I think it was great. You You liked it a lot. Okay, Amazing. So, young man records this audio puts it up on YouTube, and it's had almost 5 million plays so far, and, um, you know, made him an overnight sensation, and we'll see where his recording career is going to go from there. So um, that's it for the show. I will play the full version off of YouTube from of Zonday's Chocolate Rain, and we'll see you next week.
latrine. Some stay dry and others feel the pain. Chocolate rain. A baby born will die before this in chocolate rain. The school books say it can't be here again. Chocolate rain. The prisons make you wonder where it went. Chocolate rain. Build a tent and say the world is dry. Chocolate rain. Zoom the camera out and see the light. Chocolate rain. Forecast to be falling yesterday. Chocolate rain. Only in the past is what they say. Chocolate rain. With your neighborhood insurance rates. Chocolate rain. Makes us happy living in a gay chocolate rain. Made me cross the street the other day, chocolate rain. Made you turn your head the other way, chocolate rain. History quickly crashing through your veins, chocolate rain. Using you to fall back down again, chocolate rain. History quickly crashing through your veins, chocolate rain. Using you to fall back down again, chocolate rain. Seldom mentioned on the radio, chocolate rain. It's the fear your leader's car control, chocolate rain. Worse than swearing, worse than calling names, chocolate rain. Say it publicly and you're insane, chocolate rain. No one wants to hear about it now, chocolate rain. Which real hard it goes away somehow, chocolate rain. Makes the best of friends begin to fight, chocolate rain. But did they know each other in the light, chocolate rain? Every February washed away, chocolate rain. Days behind his colors celebrate chocolate rain. The same crime has a higher price to pay chocolate rain. The judge and jury swear it's not the face chocolate rain. History quickly crashing through your veins chocolate rain. Using you to fall back down again chocolate rain. Quickly crashing through your veins, chocolate rain. Using you to fall back down again, chocolate rain. Dirty secrets of economy, chocolate rain. Turns that body into GDP, chocolate rain. The Belka blames the baby's DNA, chocolate rain. But test scores are how much the parents make chocolate rain. Flipping cars in France the other night, chocolate rain. Cleans the sewers out beneath Mumbai, chocolate rain. Across the world and back, it's all the same, chocolate rain. Angels cry and shake their heads in shame, chocolate rain. Lifts the ark of paradise and send chocolate rain. Which part do you think you're living in chocolate rain? More than marching, more than passing law, chocolate rain. Remake how we got to where we are, chocolate rain. History quickly crashing through your veins, chocolate rain. Using you to fall back down again, chocolate rain. History quickly crashing through your veins, chocolate rain. Using you to fall back down again. For listening to the 10 Golden Rules of Internet Marketing podcast. Please send comments and questions to podcast at 10goldenrules.com. That's podcast at 10goldenrules.com. Or use our call in line 206 
888-668-6606. This podcast is produced with Cast Blaster.